Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It's really good to be with you uh, today, wherever you're at, and I hope you're doing well. Um, and if you're not, um, it's great to be with you um, as well. Um, and in honesty, I'm having one of those uh, days where oh, it just getting to me a bit. Um, it's having one of those, oh, this really sucks. The whole predicament and situation we're in. And um, I know in some ways I'm, I've been let off so lightly. Um, many of us will be going through tough situations, but just a few things. We were meant to have a, a church wedding at the weekend, which would be an amazing celebration. Um, Yesterday I was meant to be at a conference, a church conference, which would just been really encouraging, amazing time with God. Also, we just had the opportunity to catch up with some friends and just um, enjoy that. And it's our daughter's birthday uh, coming up later this week. And uh, we're having to think about that in terms of not being with family like we'd want to be and not being able to celebrate that in the way we want to be. And um, it, it just sucks. Um, and so whatever you're in, if it's great, amazing, if it sucks, oh, I don't have any wise words, but um, in some ways part of church is just being able to be together when life sucks. And so um, it's good to be together and um, we're going to do anything I know how in times when stuff sucks, which is just digging scripture together and pack it for us and what it means for us. Um, in this time and so we're going through the book of Hebrews at the moment um, if you're joining us um, we're just wrestling a bit it's a great book it's a letter in the New Testament which we don't really know the author um, we're fairly sure it's written to a group of uh, Jewish Christians um, because there's so many connections with Old Testament scripture it's basically around the theme of how Christ is Lord of all, how Christ is more important, more superior than anything that we could ever imagine. And the author just picking through some really key things in, in the Jewish culture and the Jewish tradition, which were seen as really high. And he's, he's wrestling this idea about Moses, who was seen as the, the great leader, the most pinnacle, important leader, the archetypal leader, um, and just picking down why actually Jesus is so much greater. And he's just shared this little passage and reflection from the book of Psalms which is just this reflection on actually how um, in the exodus in the time they they didn't listen to the voice of God and how that actually was their downfall um, and even Moses was in that and so he we, we see that continue and see what the author's got to share and, and we get to that one of those warnings that we have in Hebrews Hebrews comes with these amazing gump gut punching warnings challenges for us and so be prepared but that's what we're digging into today and so if you've got your bible on hebrews chapter 3 and starting at verse 12 so here we go see to it brothers and sisters that none of you has a sinful unbelieving heart that turns away from the living god but encourage one another daily as long as it's called today so that none of you may be hardened by sinful, uh, sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? and with whom he was angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, those whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? 
So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. And so he's doing, uh, the author's doing what we talked about uh, yesterday, thinking about reflecting and learning from those um, that have gone before, learning from their mistakes in honesty, but also learning from those who've gone before and their successes. Um, and he's just unpacking that recently, basically going, don't do what they did. Don't harden their your hearts to what God is saying. Because God spoke amazingly and powerfully to the Israelites in that time. Um, but they turned away. They hardened their hearts from what he's saying. And so in this time where we've been given the most amazing good news, we're called to do likewise, to not harden our hearts. And it's this most amazing good news. We need to put it into practice. And we know that as Christians, it's what we're called to do. It's not just about hearing the good news of Jesus, but putting it into practice in our everyday lives, every single thing we do. Should be reflecting the glory which he's given us. And that's so much easier said than done. I'm sure all of us who know of Jesus and try to follow him know actually it's, it's hard to leave our sinful ways behind. It's hard to live that life which we know we're called to. We're, we're not perfect. We will always fall short. Um, but what I, I, I love in this passage is the, the antidote to not rebelling, not hardening your heart isn't quite what you may initially think. It's something slightly different. Instead of hardening your hearts, this is what it says. You might have missed it there. In verse 12, so see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from them and God. Great. We don't want that. We don't want that, that, that uh, hardened heart. But, it says, encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today. That is the antidote. It's amazing, it's profound that as the answer is not trying to focus on ourselves and trying to do good and try to do better ourselves and work on ourselves and try not harden our heart ourselves. The antidote is encourage one another. Um, someone I was listening to once, I can't remember who it is, um, said, I reflected on how in bookshops there are so many self-help books, but not one really. It's called Help Others. When actually that's the most amazing cure we can have in our life. The cure for us to not harm our hearts is not to try and work and help ourselves. It's to help others. Um, and particularly in this time and season that we're in, actually that's such an important call. Um, we can often try fix in on ourselves. But actually the best thing we can do, the best thing we can do for our walk with Jesus is to help others, is to encourage others. And so whatever you're doing today, I just, I'd, I'd pray and hope that all of us in some way can just encourage someone else, whether that's just a, a message, a text, a phone call, just encourage someone today and actually realize that that's doing amazing things for, for our own souls, for our walk with Jesus, to ensuring we're not hardening our hearts to his message is actually having that attitude and those habits to encourage one another. And so let's do that today. Let's ensure we're encouraging one another today and all that we're doing and to grow and nurture that habit for their sake, for the church's sake, that we become a place of encouragement, but also for our own sake. Let me pray. Dear God, thank you that that is the antidote to hardening our hearts, is not to work harder, to do harder, to try harder, but it's to love more, to love one another more and to encourage one another more. God, fill us with your spirit of love, that today we might be able to do that. They might be able to be that church that you call us be, that we may encourage one another, particularly in this time when we're so isolated and separate and stuff may suck. Help us 
to encourage one another. Amen. Thanks so much uh, for joining today. Hope you have a great day. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands. 